We pay homage to Olo Dumare, the creator of the universe. Homage to the totality of the Orisha. Homage to all the sacred Odu. We pay homage to our ancestors. We call on all the positive forces of the universe to be supportive of us throughout this journey. Ashe. We are pleading to all the beneficiaries of this work to use these Odu for the benefit of all people and that you should refrain from pirating this piece of work in any known form in order for us to serve you better. Ashe. Now, we will recite the 16 principal Odu and we shall take two verses for each, starting with Ejiokbe. Greetings, greetings, good people. Ashe. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Um, this show is about uh, setting up your uh, ancestor Waikun altar. This show is about um, just newbies that really want to get into their African connection, making the transition to find out information. This is really uh, a opportunity to learn. So, you know, if you want to call in with questions, the number is 347-989-0180. So please definitely know that um, this show is open for questions. I want to also say that uh, this show is sponsored by Yoruba House of Worship. And Yoruba House of Worship, the people are sending blessings and love to you for this sacred summer solstice 2013. It's during this time of year that the sun shines brightly in the spirit of light. It's very easy to absorb. We encourage all of you to become meaningful partners in the message of world love and world compassion. Join us on Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for this show, Ifa Arisha Sunday Scripture Study, and then on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Central Standard Time uh, for Transitions with Goddess Velma Banks show, and on Fridays at 9 p.m. for Friday nights with Owl for Dagbay show. This is Blog Talk Radio for good people. Catch all the shows on Queen Mother for Real Blog Talk channel. Ashe. So I want to begin the show by... um, Offering the connection to um, connect the spirit of the divine and the spirit of us on earth by um, getting water, sprinkling on the ground about three times, and calling on the energy of Mother Earth. Omi Tutu, Ona Tutu, Ile Tutu, Orun Tutu, Aye Tutu, Ori Tutu, Tutu issue. So, what I've uh, said was cool water, cool road, cool house. Cool head, cool heaven, cool earth. And I pray to Mother Earth that we will open up the heavens to bring in the spirit of light on this hour so that we will connect closer to our meaningful destiny on the planet. Ashe, Ashe. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah. How are you this evening? I am wonderful, wonderful. 
Ashe. Yep. So I am going to turn over the Ebaz, which is the salute, the honoring of the ancestors as well as the divine forces over to you. Ashe. Iba Olodumari, I respect the creator of all existence. Iba Urumila, I respect the recorder of Odu. Iba Akoda, I respect the diviner Akoda, the first student of Ifa. Iba Asheda, I respect the diviner Asheda, the second student of Ifa. Iba Ejubona Mefa, I respect all those who teach the ways of Ifa. Iba Agbomba Oba Ileife, I respect all of the chiefs of the sacred city, Ileife. Iba Araba Lotu Ife, I respect the diviners of the sacred city. Iba Olokun, I respect the spirit of the ocean. Iba Olosa, I respect the spirit of the lagoon. Iba Aje Oguloso Alambo Yeaye, I respect the spirit of the forest who come to the aid of the mothers of the forest. Iba Ita Merindin Ogun. I respect the 16 principles of creation. Iba Orunoko. I respect the stone of heaven. Iba Okun Oko. I respect the strength of the stone. Iba Ogun. Iba Eshu. Iba Ogun. Eshu is the uh, master of communication between humans and and the divine. I give respect. Iba Ogun. Ogun is the remover of obstacles towards uh, obstacles to our destiny. Iba Oya. I give respect to the winds of heaven that they return us speedily and safely. Iba Iba Oshun, I respect the divine consciousness of of creativity and wealth. Iba Yemonja, I respect the spirit of the ocean and its wealth, the mother of fish, the beginning of our creation. Iba Shosi, Odemata, I respect the spirit of the hunt that leads us, gives us the shortcuts to our goals and our destiny. Iba Yeye, Iba Baba, Iba Yeye, Iba Baba. I respect the spirit of the mothers, and I respect the spirit of the fathers. Their spirits, their spirits are here, and we are grateful. Ashe. Now, what we did was pretty much a formal Iba that you would do um, in public or in private. Of course, if you do, if you would do the, your private and individual ebas, that would include not only your heroes and your sheroes, but it would uh, include the family members in your lineage and those who are living and those who are yet to come. And uh, I mean, those who are who have made transition, and those who are yet to come. Okay. I say we give thanks to our ancestors and how we begin our connection to the 
Africanness that is within us is by standing on those shoulders, by honoring whose shoulders we stand on. And um, we stand on the shoulders of our mother and father, our guardians that raised us, our grandparents. Even if we didn't know our grandparents, they gave birth to our, our parents so that they can give birth to us. So even if you don't know them, they will teach you about them and give you the information. Once you set up a vocal point that will, um, a focal, excuse me, a focal point that Mm -hmm. you have to go and do your meditation and do your prayer. And, um, it doesn't have to be an elaborate space as, uh, you know, it could be someplace on a, a bureau dresser or on the floor. Not many of us use floor decoration so that it's, um, I know when I first started, it was unusual for me to see all these uh, pots on the floor, and I was saying in my mind that you uh, honor these and yet you put them on the floor, and that was because I was ignorant. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know that the ground was the closest to our ancestors and the ground is sacred. So, you know, when we are ignorant, Oh no! So we, you know, hesitate to put our sacred things on the floor, but you know, it doesn't make a difference where you put it. So as long as you put it in the center of your heart, to begin to really call on the ancestors, you know, and really honor them, you know, and, and sit patiently and wait for the messages, because the messages come. Your day-to-day comes through your interactions with others, comes through your prayers, it comes through your dreams. You know, um, mm. we are very connected people. And, you know, sometimes we we have so much of time, we're running around and doing this and doing that, that we don't have time to sit for five minutes or ten minutes. For 30 minutes and pray. Okay. And, you know, that that is the the essence. You know, I, I know even with in my own uh, family, there are people who say, well, I don't have time to, you know, I get up just a few minutes before I'm supposed to go to work, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, that really don't think that they need that spiritual cleansing that is done on a weekly basis, you know, when you're praying from a Christian perspective, you know, you go to church every Sunday. From our perspective, is every four days, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and does the uh, asking for the assistance of the ancestors before you go out that door may alert you to an uh, accident um, you know, problems on the workplace, uh, which you can do elbow for before you leave the house and create a smooth path before you leave the, to th- these obstacles before you leave the house. So thinking we can do it all by ourselves and live in one one world, Ephah is about, is about balance. We we do live in many worlds, and the, the main ones, of course, are Aye and um, Orun. Uh, and we had to create balance between those two worlds. So Aye is and Orun is heaven. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Uh, what is the proverb? Um, Earth is the marketplace, but heaven is home. 
and we need both. <laughs> okay. This, and and this, now uh, that uh, the very real uh, death, the very real concept of death is so close to us that mm-hmm. you could die just walking across the street. You know, if you live in certain cities, you could be shot. In other cities, you could mm-hmm. be run over. You know, in in different places, you know, you could have tornadoes uh, or you know, or hurricanes or you know, there's so many different things that you know uh, we constantly face death every day. So mm-hmm. in our tradition, we'll say, don't allow it, don't allow us to go before our time, because there are people that okay. leave before their time. Mm-hmm. And that's because they are not protected. They go out right. into the world not connected, not asking for uh, safety and, and protection as they're walking out their door. And, you know, yeah, yeah, you said something very important about doing that both before you're going outside. And, you know, that could just be a simple thing of giving water to a shoe so that a shoe will bring you some good messages. And that's mm-hmm. just water on earth, you know. Right. And she was the divine messenger, and that's something that, again, learning the different spirits of nature and the names helps you to facilitate that. You know who to go to. Right. Right. Um, and she... Um can be given anything that Ifa or the ancestors uh, can be given to eat. And so now you know a lot of people don't know what Ifa and the ancestors can be given to eat. Could you give us an example? Oh, oh, okay. Um, say, uh, like my grandmother loved black walnut ice cream. You know, she just loved it. So uh, at time every four prayer cycle day, um, prayer cycle days, I will give her something that she likes, whether it's ice cream or uh, coffee or snuff. She loves snuff, so there's a little snuff on her on her altar. Um, in some cases, it may be um, black eyed peas and. You know, a soul a soul food meal uh, from just plain palm oil, and now we're going way back. You know, <laughs> past our immediate ancestors uh, to coconut. Um, what we do is we um, offer it and ask us if if it's accepted, and if there's anything else that is wanted by the ancestors, uh, even to the point of different um, objects, uh, inedible objects uh, that are needed on the, on the altar. Uh, and how we, how we uh, question that is through full cowrie divination with the ancestors. That right. is a personal communication uh, system or sacred technology um, that allows conversation, communication between you and the ancestors. Um, our Wolfalakun suggests that we we um, journal the results of those uh, communications so that we can see them develop or be. Um, successful tools uh in our lives throughout the day or throughout the you know the next four days. So um there is uh a lot to learn mainly through just reputa- rep- uh repetition um with the ancestors. Sometimes you you know you may have an ancestor that's a jokester, and uh, they'll give you a little joke, a little tickle, you know. It depends on um, how 
well you're um, connected, and that's done over time and, you know, persistency. That's right. And it's very important to um, just set it up. Set it up. Find some pictures of ancestors as you were talking about some things that you know that, you know, your ancestors were connected to as Mm -hmm. you, you know, Growing up with them, you know, um, one of the things on my uh, altar is tools. My father was a tool man, you know. He mm-hmm. always was fixing this or fixing that. So you got to really, you know, um, connect with the ancestors, and they will let you know the items and things that, really are meaningful to them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's important that you you just have it, even if you don't have anything but a white candle and a glass of water on a table that has a white, or it may not have a white tablecloth, but, you know, you always want to make it look, as nice as you can because that's something that's sacred and belongs to you, whether it's on the floor or it's on a girl dresser, you know, you want it to to look good. So Yeah, you, you want it to attract a, a certain type of energy too exactly. with the white cloth. Mm-hmm. And with the cleanliness. Mm-hmm. And staying uh, connected. Another thing that I'd like to emphasize is that you have to maintain control of your altar. Um, it's not; it, it is a serious deal. A lot of times, when we've been indoctrinated with Christianity and other religions that teach you to not question and to, um, and the very dogmatic um, about. You know, in this practice, we're taught not to ask questions and to yield to a higher being. Well, we are the higher being. We are the <laughs> we are the manifestation of the higher being, and therefore we claim control over an authority um, over uh, the things that God has has given us control over. You know, we have free will. So when it comes to your ancestor altar, you want to maintain that type of control because you don't want to have any negative uh, energy enter into that space and that's foreign to your your uh, intentions. Uh, there are things called elaninis and jagoons and that can invade your. Uh, space if you're not in control, and being out of control is uh, largely facilitated by uh, trauma. If you've gone through, uh, this is per Allah, uh, I will follow Kuhn in uh, I will, that if you find yourself being frightened during meditation, uh, before your ancestor altar or feeling kind of fearful, uh, then you would go immediately to an, uh, stop the process of communication, go immediately to an elder and get advice as to how to deal with that or just use your ancestor altar as a focal point for meditation until you get that advice. I say... And one of the ways that we, that we uh, gain control is um, using our personal essence in the cleansing solutions for the space that we're going to use for um, ancestor reverence, along with your favorite cologne or what have you. 
wash the space and or cleanse it with you can cleanse it with native American bundles out spewing alcohol in those areas where you want it known that this is my space, just like all animals create uh um put their scent on the areas that they want to to send a message to everyone in the area that this is this is my space. We do the same thing with Ancestor Author in the process of cleansing us of space, um, washing the various articles that are going to go on to the Ancestor Author in salt and water to take other people's essence or vibration off of it that's handled it before so that it's only your vibration on those articles and they're only used for the, that purpose for the altar. Did I go on and on? <laughs> I just, you know, I mean, the fact is, is that we have uh, so so many tips and things that, um, you know, you when you're making an altar, it's helpful. Because I know um, when I started to make my altar, I mean, I just was led by the Spirit to put something together. Because my dad had just left the planet, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it was very hard to take his transition because I wasn't ready for it, and I wanted to connect with him, and and that mm-hmm. that's when I really began to um, establish my uh, ancestral altar, and mm-hmm. had it for years before I even discovered African spiritual tradition, but mm. that's how close that is to the connection between mm. our Africanness and our need to understand the transition of death. Right. Yeah, in our uh, tradition, it's a, it's a metamorphosis. It's a part of life and in which the person that's making the transition doesn't die, he transforms into another uh, vibration. Right, but I didn't understand that. And has, right, and so that's what I was telling your audience is that uh, we're often taught, we've been taught from birth, you know, before we entered this this path, that Death was something unknown, that it was horrible, scary, and painful in some cases, you know. Um, and in some some religions, not, death was it. That was it. There was no nothing else. The right. end. <laughs> but uh, we know that uh, even if you look at science, uh, science is is telling us that there is no end that that, that matter cannot be destroyed uh that nothing can be destroyed it can only be uh brought uh you know brought down to its lowest elements right perhaps. and transformed right but it is nothing it's nothing is wasted in the universe exactly it's transformed and it's used in its energy energy right and your personality uh, does not change. Everything has a consciousness. The consciousness of the flower or the, the morning glory flower is to open up in the morning and close in the evening. You know, that's part of its 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 personality, its consciousness. And so when we make it, uh, make a transition into a room, we're told that we still maintain that consciousness. That's why, or that personality, rather. That's why we um, give our ancestors the same types of food that they liked when they had the physical body because they can still appreciate the love that it's given in, you know, because, you know, they know that you're... It's like you're serving in their meal. 
is because you love and respect him. So it's recognition uh, on your part and showing them the you know the love. And, and their love is shown to you on, on many occasions. You know, a lot of times uh, we don't understand how we've gotten through one situation or another, and usually the ancestors are there to pull us out. You mm-hmm. know, because that relationship while on earth was so strong. Mm-hmm. And like we could just simply remember what would Uncle Tom do in a situation like this? Because he was a pretty cool guy. He had a good character, and I could trust him to go to him for advice. So this is who I want to connect with at this point about this particular problem. Um, I don't know about anyone else, but I choose to connect with the Egun, uh, the universal, the collective consciousness of the ancestors, because I do not have um, memory of a lot of my ancestors, you know, a good character. So... I I trust to, you know, the universal consciousness of the ancestors to advise me about most Uh, things. Okay, and that, you know, the the piece that uh, many people can't see is that that collective force is pushing more and more for awareness and consciousness of the energy of responsibility, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that mm-hmm. we're all responsible for not just each other, but for the resource of Earth as well. Actually, so yeah. you know, the collective Egun belong to all of us. Yes, you know, because they have lived and they've seen the pointlessness of taking lives, you know. Like mm-hmm. during the you know the centuries long of uh, patriarchal uh, aggression towards you know the mm-hmm. people, the society at large, and transforming the society to meet what they wanted, you know what their yes. expectations were. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very important to us to connect with our ancestors because we realize that this battle for justice is not going to be fought with weapons. No. It's going to be fought with prayer and us connected in prayer. Exactly. Collective prayer for the light of the world to shine down on us and give us a plan, an action that will fear this world up, you know, because mm-hmm. too for too long, greedy people have really been the upper hand and still try to continue to control it, but it's too many things that are being exposed each and every mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So the ancestors is really your weaponry to fight against these various different things that, um, you know, have blinded us for many, many years to the injustices done to other people. That's where we get the the solutions to these problems. And not only just uh, physical, uh, like strategies and what have you, but actually moving and manifesting uh, good and peace and joy and justice as energy bundles. You know, you create these things through your mind by concentrating on them. And that's what prayer is. And also listening to divine, divine, you know, the divine within. So if we did this collectively, 
because we do this collectively anyway. We're just not aware of it. There is a thing called race consciousness, you know, uh, although I don't believe in race. But, you know, let's say cultural consciousness. Cultural consciousness, uh, the consciousness of the United States, the consciousness of an Africa, the consciousness of a Nigeria, the consciousness of an Ilefe. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we connect with the consciousness and direct it as to what we want to do. Our intentions is what uh, eventually create movement in the planet. Um, so we really have to concentrate on creating that balance between the world and 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 a room because if we stay in one or the other too much, you create a, a um, an imbalance. Concentrate on the things that we want to bring it to fruition, those good things, and not so much on the negative things that appear to be happening around us. Oh, we are in charge, <laughs> you know. The one thing that is so very difficult to understand and in turn is about Ifa is that you're responsible. You have to take on a great deal of responsibility for your practice, for your ile, for your community, for your family, for you, who you are, the decisions that you make. And one of the things that helps us with that is communication with the mysteries, our ancestors, the Orishas, Odamari. And, and, okay, so I want to be clear. The... A room is heaven, mm-hmm. and you can't stay too much in heaven, and you can't stay too much on earth. You have to have a balance of the two, recognizing that your creation may be made in heaven, but you could bring it to earth. Right, and we get we get our wisdom, our universal wisdom, by staying connected. That that helps us solve these issues and remove obstacles on the planet through our connection to a room. And, you know, we say heaven for one of a better word. Right. It's really a connection to collective consciousness of the universe. Uh, that place where things are made and then manifested on on the planet. Right. And things are back and die and transform and then create again. Create it So I say it's part and, of that life. You know I I I I am uh blowing you uh for you know really uh speaking to people heart to heart to realize that when you talk Ifa and you talk connecting to your African spiritual self does mean responsibility. It means responsibility in really walking the earth with gentle and good character. And you're not looking to hurt anybody. Because if you are looking to hurt anybody, then this is not the spirituality for you. You're not practicing right. It is something else. And believe me, there's a dark form and I want to use the word dark because dark is beautiful. I want mm-hmm. to say there is an evil form of anything. And just look at the um, Catholic uh, symbolism, which all relates to a phallic, uh, a penis, mm-hmm. and penis within the negative aspect of to take control and not to see the fertility of the mother, but to be in control of her and tear her down, you know. Mm-hmm. So there are 
uh, mystical societies that do the evil, and you get, and you know, if you want to connect with them, uh, that's fine too. And I'm sure that they connect with the evil ancestors, you know. Okay. So be aware that uh, what you call the earth, you know, you become responsible for. So if you call in the earth something to do your uh, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, boyfriend, new boyfriend harm, then you're going to get that same trap on you. It's not going to just fall on them, but it's going to fall on you too. And some people are willing to take that just to get what they want. There are people out there that will suffer the repercussions in order to get what they want. Well, and we see this, it all the time. This Ifa that we are talking about, studying the scriptures and going through, and we get ready to change channels to talk about the old two. We are not talking about the Ifa uh, in in that context. You know, I don't even know what that is called. But well, it's not originally Ifa. it would be called. It was. It's something. It was something that we used to protect our, ourselves and our families. You know, if you if 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 someone is coming for you or your family, the gloves comes off. We right. have things in place. To, to protect. That's why we don't judge whether it's good or evil. Oftentimes, you look at things in the in the um, and uh, on the planet, and your evaluation of them is really formed and shaped by Western mentality. Right. Uh, nothing is is bad in the universe. Nothing is all good in the universe. There's, there is. A purpose for every single thing. Right, there's yeah. purpose for every single thing. Uh, and that purpose is, is good. You know, it's all in how we use it. You know, uh, I often use, I'll, I'll, I'll be really quick, I often use the, the story of my aunt's house, who... Um, the, the, her young daughter had left the dryer on and went to the store, and the house caught a fire. Well, fortunately, she had good insurance, and but and we think that oh my God, a fire in, in the house, and that's got to be terrible. What, what, she, what happened was they got a vacation in the five-star hotel for a month or so until they cleaned up their house, got money for their clothing, and their uh, laundry room redecorated. So when they came back, they had a much better looking house and new clothes, you know. So everything that looks bad is not necessarily bad. That's true. That's true. Transforming. That's the key. But um, I I really am talking about the... um, the ones whose uh, intent starts out greedy, mm-hmm. starts out selfish, looking out for one's own self, taking mm-hmm. uh, more than one is uh, able to eat in 10,000 years. Meanwhile, you're holding on to this. That stuff cannot be used. It's... it's, it's um, you know, uh, gone and and destroyed by the time they could use it, you know, or other people can use it to save their lives. So I'm more talking about um, uh, greedy people that maybe have billions of dollars. Meanwhile, people on certain parts of the earth are starving to death, and their money could be used to feed these people, and yet they sit on it, and they pass it generation to generation. These same people keep that greedy, selfish thing going so that they have more than they can use, and then the people that need it are not getting it. Now, that's clearly evil. Right, but that evil is there to show us that we are powerful people, we're 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 seeing ourselves as victims, uh, 
right now, but to have to defeat that evil and bring justice to the planet and gives us the growth that is necessary to uh, perhaps even meet, uh, be Orishas and, uh, and you know, honored and elevated ancestors uh, someday. So the, if it wasn't for these challenges, we wouldn't have the strength to to elevate. We must always be challenged. And those people who who challenge us are really the motivation, you know, for us to elevate. Now, there's free will. Will we take that opportunity? You know, being of good character is work. Connecting with others, creating a united front for a united cause takes courage, trust, all the things, those things that make us better people. That's true. That's true. And so just moving on to the Odu of the week, which was um, done on Friday by our wolf for Peg Bay. The mm-hmm. Odu that he got was Papa D, which is Oturpon OD, which is not set on the mat, and I'm not sitting on the mat to say it. Mm-hmm. But talks about the bird perches and the bird flies away. And that's, um, I'll just bring that up. Oturpon OD, the bird perches. Oturpon D, the bird flies away. Cast divination for them in the city of Agum. Also cast divination for them in the city of Ayo. On the day they were crying because of all good things. They asked the people of Agun and Ayo to perform sacrifice. Ifa said they would be renowned worldwide. But they were looking for the wealth in the city of Agun. While the children is their need in the city of Ayo. And life pleased them. They all got they got all the good fortunes they sought for. Life pleased them afterwards and they started to dance and rejoice. So really that uh Odu is very deep because it's telling you this week, look out for the things that are not permanent. And there's many things that's not permanent. You know, we're not permanent. You know, mm-hmm. the constant back and forth, as you said, mm-hmm. you know, the balance, you know, mm-hmm. and really not taking things for granted and expecting things to work out for you without doing the sacrifices that you need for those things to work out. You know, we're all looking for good fortunes. Mm -hmm. But the good fortune that we look for, you know, if we're not cleansing ourselves from the vanity of ego, you know, that tells us that we know, you know, this is this and this is that. You know, and and the ego is so strong that it really does overtake people in their mission to do good. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, within those scriptures, they're talking about, you know, being very aware that the bird perches and then the bird flies away, not not a permanent situation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you could be blessed on one day and then cursed on the other day. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's not easy to just accept that things are going to be the way that you want them to be if you're not making those sacrifices that you need to be to have been made. Yeah. 
It, this is an this is an active living faith. You know. So we we live like such. You know, if you weren't aware of it, it's still nature would push you in that direction. That you have to take responsibility, that you have to work for what you get. Nothing is free. If you never saw that one Ifa book, if I will teach you, especially, you know, you short on money, <laughs> you know, you got a lot of children to feed, you may have to have a garden. That's work. You know, you may have to uh, start making brownies <laughs> and selling them. You know. That's true. Learn how to do hat. Some, you know, let that uh, ancestral spirit in your DNA speak to you and show you how grandma survived. Our great-grandma survived. You know, what skills did they learn that has been generationally transmitted through your family to you that will help you survive today? That's why we need to connect with our ancestors. I say. They say nothing you understand. (laughs) True. Nothing is new under the sun, and this week, definitely be aware that nothing is permanent, that things uh, do turn upside down, topsy-turvy, if you're not making those sacrifices that you need to be making. You need to be aware that um, when um, you are out in the marketplace, and you're, you know, thinking you're doing something that's undercover or deceptive or deceitful, (laughs) that, you know, it's going to come back on you. It's just, you know, that's just the way it is. And, you know, that illness that is our ego that tells us we get away with this or that, that's going to get you in a lot of trouble. I would see through this this old dude saying also that um, that we're using the power of the word through any car to um, to 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 remedy this or to create problems, to create illness, to create uh, issues that can also be solved with that power. Ashe, the same issues that created that problem can solve them, I say. Yeah, it's in the same old do. It's always that way that the, the, the problem and the medicine is in the old do. So the problem, the ego, the medicine, I would say is, uh, yeah, be alert, but also use the power of the word to turn things around. Yeah, because then you can, the wealth, then you can bear the fruit, you know, you can get the child that you want and all that, you know, once you recognize that the medicine is in cleansing yourself and turning yourself away from those things that bring you illness. Yes. And bring illness on ourselves through stress. We bring illness on ourselves through doing things that we know that we don't have no business doing. Mm-hmm. But we're doing it anyway. That's the human condition, isn't it? <laughs>
Asian because nobody can't tell you what you're doing. Only you can tell yourself what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And what happens when you are on that path that that ego has set up for you, you are getting ready to get into a world of trouble. Does that ego make you think that, you know, it's yours, but there's nothing new under the sun? Right. Right. Um, You're merely a vessel for one force or the other. Yes. So if you want to have the wealth and have the blessing of children and the blessing of money, the blessing of good fortune, of long life, well, you better get on your job. You better set up your spiritual routine so that you're connected both to heaven and earth, Orum and IEA, and that you have connected with the Egun, the collective, Mm -hmm. ancestors, as well as your personal ancestors, your Egungo. As the Yama said, put on your spiritual armor. Before you walk out the door. <laughs> okay. What is that? Uh, you know, honoring our ancestors and, of course, the Creator before you step out the door. I say. Well, um, we have three minutes uh, to remaining of the show, and I definitely want you and I to uh, give our prayers and close out for this evening. Mhm. And uh you want I'll go first since I'm not the senior. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks all the ancestors and collective ancestors and the divine spirits that have joined us this evening to help us to speak the words to connect other people to their ancestors, I say thank you. And I ask that the spirit of light, which is of the summer solstice, open up and bring light into everybody's heart and to help people to become responsible for the leadership that's on earth and help people to have more love and compassion for their fellow man. I pray that everyone has a great week filled with love and abundance that all things work out for your best interest, Ashe. I want to give thanks and praise for those ones who feel that they are experiencing illness, deprivation of any kind, loss, fear, anxiety, know that you are now free. You are now freed by the power of your own will, your own ori which will never, ever harm you and always always have your best interests at heart. We are so very grateful for the power of Olodumari inside of us to meet every challenge that IA has for us in elevation, in the process of our elevation. <clears throat> we are so thankful for the healing power, not only on the physical level, but it's most especially on the spiritual and psychological conscious level. Let us all see the glass half full in our minds so that it may manifest in our in our lives. We are safe and we are victorious. 
in the light of creation. Ashe. Ashe. Thank you, Yeye, and I look forward to our class, our uh, study, and 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 actually practice because this is an opportunity for us to pray together next yeah. week at the same time, 9 p.m. Uh, and Tuesday, we'll be back with Transformation with Goddess Velma Banks, Ashe. Ashe. And I want to be thankful to Baba Ifa Bukumi, whose uh, prayer to Olo Damari uh, is the one that is being used on this program. Ashe. Okay. an audience. And that means until we speak again. Iba, Olodumori. Eni to da ile aye ati orun pelu gbogbo un tin be ninu won iba gbogbo orisa o iba lodulodu awa se ba lowo alaseku ke je ki ba wa se ase aro gbogbo eni ti ba npo awon oduwo won yi lati mu won lo lona ti o to ati lona ti oye ki asima se se eda ise yi ni ona miran yo wu yato si ilana ti a fi gbe kale fun ilo siwaju esin wa ni o ase ni bayi a o ki ese fa bi meji meji ni oju odu merin de logun bere lati ori eji ogbe 